I was like, I could deal with this. I could deal with that. I could deal with this. And then this thing happened. And I'm just like, I'm telling you, like, I'm just like, it, it, it triggered something that has been resting, I think, dormant inside of me, which is that, you know what? There's a lot of shit that's not okay, including this. And obviously I'm not able to change this. Like I, I can't wave a magic wand and make this different, but there are things about my life and the way I'm being and the way I'm behaving that I can make different. And I think that, I think that these conversations call people to action to say, why don't you take a look at this and consider if the way you're going about your life is really the way you want to be going about it. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby-Cook and Evan Schulte. Identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Sometimes, Evan, you're just over it. (laughs) (laughs) You were just over it. You know, with all the, all the shit that's been going on with 2020, there gets to a point sometimes where you just got to be like, I'm just, I'm just done. I'm done with this. And I don't even know what that means, what lessons there are to learn from that. But I definitely, I've hit my wall. I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. Like, it's just like, moving on (laughs) things got to change something's got to happen and uh, i don't know what else to say about it but um uh you know i'll I'll get into a little bit because it's not just covid it's just the whole year of 2020 and all the stuff that has happened and i'm sure there's a lot of people out there who can relate but it's like there's there's a point and i think we all hit it we're like i'm over this shit (laughs) yeah man well I, i you're definitely in good company you know, I think that probably most people in pretty much everywhere in the world um, is is probably encountered that a couple of times <laughs> over the course of this year of, of I'm just over it. And uh, for all you listeners out there, like just um, in, in, in case anyone had any illusions about anything, you know, Brandon and I are, are just human beings and, you know, we just try and get into certain conversations that um, are often very, 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 very relevant for us (laughs) and and our struggles that that we're having. And so we just decide to talk about it because, you know, lots of people probably struggle with similar things. And we're not necessarily, um, you know, we're not just here to to preach at you and to lecture like we've got all of the answers. Sometimes you've just got to dive into something and you've got to wrestle with something and you've got to rumble with something for a little while you know that's how that's how you extract and learn and and move forward is you know there's no there's no ignoring it there's no pretending like it's it's not going on it's it's going on it's happening this is what what the reality of our experience and you we've got to just confront it you know uh, not necessarily in fisticuffs because sometimes when you confront something it it demands a gentle touch mm-hmm. you know but sometimes it does it demands like a <laughs> sometimes you got to just manhandle something that you're that you're working through um mm-hmm. but yeah no i'm i'm i 
this conversation could go in so many different directions and uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to see where we, we roll with it. Yeah. Usually I would take the position of uh, the peaceful warrior, you know, like stay Zen, collect your thoughts, like be in yourself. Don't let the external world upset you or affect you. But the other day I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I was just like, you know, I do all these practices. I'm really good at being on my own. I'm really good at staying centered. And, um, you know, it probably doesn't sound like it based on this, uh, you know, share, but really, honestly, I do think that there's an important point to just say like, no, enough is enough. I'm, I'm done. Like I, I'm tired of this. And I think the hard part is you can hit that point and there are certain things that you obviously are not able to control, you know, you don't get to just change them and make them different. But I think the thing that I think the thing that I'm realizing as we're talking, even just starting this conversation is like something in me is going to change whether I like it or not. Cause I, I doing life the way that I'm doing it and just kind of letting this be water if a duck's back, water if a duck's back, like over and over, I'm just like, I've had enough. I don't know how else to describe it. And it's making me, it's making me really, consider or reconsider how I do my life and what I, what I deem important or unimportant or what I think can wait and what, you know, what's acceptable. And I think the big thing that I'm realizing is like, there's certain things that, that they're not going to wait anymore. There's certain things that, um, you know, there's certain ways of being that I'm not going to hold off on anymore. You know, uh, it's like, it's kind of like you look back on your life. Some people would might say like, I wish I had more ice cream. Well, you know, like, I think there's a certain part of you that can be like, I wish I told more people to fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of <laughs> like, like that's the kind of change that I'm almost uh, feeling that I need in myself. It's like, you know, quit putting up with this stuff. And I feel like the environment, like what's going on in the world is just a more of a macro version of what's going on maybe in my own personal life. And that's why I've hit this point. But, you know, it's this kind of like, it has been brewing. There's been some good stuff happening. Like, for example, I have been making a stand with people when they're saying shit that's out of line, like racist stuff or whatever. And I've been doing that. And, and I feel like I'm getting stronger that way. And I'm not like letting things slide. But I feel like there's this whole next level that I'm about to step into where it's like, for example, something that I've been doing recently um, has been people ask questions that's none of their fucking business. And I, I mean, I know I'm swearing a lot off the top, but I just, I don't even give them a direct answer. I'm like, I, what, what, you know what? I'm not going to give you an answer. I'm not going to tell you this personal shit about me just because you asked. It's like, there's certain things that I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like enough is enough. It's like, I'm not an open book for everybody in every way. And I feel like as an artist, it's kind of like, you're always trying to give, you're always trying to bring your all to everything. And I think there's a certain part of it where it's like, nah, this is for me. You know what? This is for me. And this is what I want. And you don't get to be a part of that unless you get invited into my circle, you know, my inner circle. And there's certain information, like, it's just like people will ask stuff and it's like, next question. You know what I mean? Or give them, don't even give them an answer. Give them a vague answer. Like, cause it's like, and I know this seems a little bit off topic, but I guess I'm saying this, I always try and speak to my younger self when I have these conversations with you <laughs> in a weird way. I'm always trying to talk to that kid that's 17 and I'm just like, dude, 
you got some stuff that you care about. You don't have to tell everybody your dreams. You don't have to tell them your plans. You don't have to, t- just cause they ask, how's it going for you? It's fine. It's good. You know, you don't need to know any more about it. Like, what are you up to? Don't worry about it. I'm not, I like, I don't need to tell you all this stuff that I'm doing, you know, like, what are you trying to prove? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, as an artist, I'm just like, enough is enough. I'm tired of, I'm tired of being challenged. I'm tired of people infringing on my zone. I'm tired of the environment infringing on my zone. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying right now to some degree, but I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm hitting a wall and things are changing. Well, man, it's uh, that you, you just sound like a person who's over it. Yeah, who's I'm over, over it. it. <laughs> <laughs> hence the conversation, hence the topic. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things um, that I think that we can extract on, you know, with what you said and, and maybe elaborate on. Like part of what you're talking about to me is is boundaries. It sounds like putting up good boundaries for yourself, whether that's with other people or sometimes boundaries from yourself we've talked about boundaries before um but definitely boundaries definitely boundaries you're right that's a big part of this it's yeah. like it's it's boundaries with myself and with people and i feel like it goes even beyond that i feel like we talked about boundaries before but we really kind of kept it very micro like about people and about just how to have a certain amount of self-respect and whatever but i feel like this is beyond that this is like What's oh like, no, absolutely. Yeah, it's, you know it's, I, mean? I think it's just one it's just one element of this whole thing of this whole feeling of just being fucking over it because there's just so much, you know, that's why I really cuz you said that to me in in our sort of pre-talk before we started recording was, you know, I said that's that's it, you know, like there's something in that feeling of being over it because there's there's so much in it like there's 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 a kind of and I hope you I, I'm not uh, uh, prying into you too much, Brandon, but <laughs> but I mean, there's there's obviously there's this sense of anger. There's a sense of frustration. There's, uh, you know, a sense of of disappointment. There's all kinds of things that are tied up in over it. Hmm. And I mean, this is something that the audience wasn't sort of privy to but one of the things that you had you had said was that like you know you you were building all of these new things into your life you know like all these new sort of um routines and you know disciplines um really to to uphold the kind of person that you are and the kind of person that you want to be which we've talked about before with you know like practice and discipline and all of these things all of those wonderful wonderful things that are coming from a genuine place of, you know, doing these things because they have a real value to yourself. And then even when you are doing those things, sometimes life still has another plan that's going to happen. Like you were saying, like, uh, you know, where you live, you know, like the city that you live in had this big fire down at its docks and this fire released all of these toxic chemicals into the air that literally made like like makes the air unbreathable like you're one step away from where they actually classify that you need to be wearing a gas mask to be breathing the air yeah you know like that's that's intense and 2020 for you (laughs) and when you're when you're trying to like take on an exercise routine where you go for a jog (laughs) 
suddenly like, well, what the shit, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and not everybody has a treadmill, you know, or a space to put a treadmill. It's like, what, what do you do? You know, like you sometimes like even when we are doing the good things, there is something that can happen that's out of our control, you know, and when these things happen that are out of our control, that can have a really deep effect on us, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes, and I think this is something that you were also touching on is that sometimes that, uh, that effect is something, you know, like we are just like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like I'm fine. Everything's fine. You know, it's kind of shitty, but you know, <laughs> but it's fine i can not fucking fine (laughs) yeah until you just hit a point where it's just like you know this thing gets encroached on and this thing gets encroached on and then another thing and another thing and another thing and then you're you've eventually you've had it you're over it and you're like when when does this wheel begin to turn in my direction you know in in the little ways and the big ways so i mean this this is everything that we're talking about and more, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, I just kind of want to just throw all mm. of that sort of sentiment into into the ring to add some some flavor and context to what what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm a firm believer too that you know when when you're not able to change the world or others around you, like when you're not able to influence or affect that, at least not immediately, um, even if you can. But it's going to take time. The key thing is to change yourself. You got to figure out how you're going to change you. And, you know, I think that there's when the world is throwing you curveballs and it's messing up your plans, it's very easy to respond with like, fuck it all. Like, I, I don't care at all. And I'm definitely battling with that myself right now. And I'm sure a lot of people have been this year. I mean, I really, I really feel that a lot of people have dealt with that. Like, well, fuck it. Like, who gives a shit anymore? You know what I mean? Or at least for now until this passes. And I think that that's a good temporary strategy sometimes. Like it's necessary temporarily, but I think in the long run, it just ends up hurting you. So you got to figure out what, what are you going to do? How are you going to be different? Um, How are you going to change in Mm -hmm. the face of this? And I've said before on the podcast, I think sometimes a little bit of anger is a good thing. I mean, anger appropriated the right way. In, with the right energy and the right direction can be passion yeah. but i think well, anger like yeah. i think that's like kind of like like anger um can be either um creative or destructive yes you know there's there you can go both ways with with that and i mean one of them is is obviously a more usually a more tempting <laughs> and yeah. easier way to go with it but it when anger is channeled creatively it's passion yes totally and i think a lot of time people don't like anger because most people take the easy road with it they get destructive and they damage something or hurt somebody with it or or they, internalize it or they internalize it and it hurts them you know it's it's one of those things where i think anger can be healthy when it's creative and when it's turned into passion and i think sometimes anger is what what shakes you from the comfort that you're in and the things that you you know like there's certain i think there's everybody has this to some degree there's certain expectations we all kind of have and we kind of live by them and then all of a sudden some kind of thing gets thrown in the wheel right and it 
messes everything up and now your expectations aren't met like for example this year 2020 was a lot of people had plans you know to travel <laughs> to 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 do something to make something to build that relationship this year or whatever and all of a sudden it's like ah oh, you can't you shouldn't be talking to people you should be hiding away in your house um you know uh basically you go outside you could die or you could contribute to someone else dying and some people are just like fuck it i don't care like whatever and and they could be contributing to more of that and there's a whole lot of things going on right and then that's making it worse for other people and those other people are angry because they're following the rules but other people aren't and you know like it's it's one of those things where i think there's a lot to be angry about and there's a lot angry about the situation itself and i'm not just talking about covid i mean there's there's all sorts of other things right but like angry at the people because they're not behaving the way that you want them to or the way you expect they should or you think is right and there's like there's this tendency i think for people to want to hurt and destroy and make people wrong and and be right and i think when you feel that anger i i think although there is some justification in having those thoughts and having those feelings i think you've got to like stop before you act on that and you got to look at like okay what can i do to make my life masterful you know, make my life a piece of art here because in spite of this darkness, I, we, we talked about this on the other podcast about beauty and I shared, ironically, I shared this image of a flower that was coming up in the middle of an apocalypse. And I feel like that's what passion is in a lot of ways. It's this like life that that is found in the midst of like terrible things going on. And mm. I think for me, the thing that I'm looking for right now is as pissed off as I am and as, as just over it as I am, I'm trying to be the flower. I'm trying to be that thing that's going to that's gonna grow and not die off with everything else just because everything else is dying, you know? And, like, it's, it's, it's a weird thing, you know? It's like, but what is that life, you know? And, and I think there is something in that. I don't necessarily know what it is because it's all very raw and new at the moment. But I mean, my hope is that by sharing it, there'll be someone else out there who's feeling that. And maybe even if they listen to this years and years in the future, they're feeling that and whatever they're going through in their life and they connect with this and go, yeah, yeah, I could do something with that. You know, that's my hope. That's my small attempt to, to make a flower in the apocalypse, if you want to call well, it. Well, I mean, the flower begins deep in the in the soil, right. you know, with with no sunlight, you know. Yeah that it's really touching but interestingly enough the 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 flower knows that the sun is out there and it pushes out there and it pushes out because it right. knows right you know um but yeah that journey begins in the dark that journey begins <laughs> in a soil but that's the the soil is where there's all of this the richness all of these nutrients all of the materials that are needed for for something beautiful to begin mm. you know and i we've talked about this many times before too like even even in our our stories reflect that that kind of a metaphor so often about these these incredible things that come out from dark places sometimes mm. the darkest of places um is where is where we find tremendous wisdom i mean again it comes down to what we choose to do with those materials 
you know, mm -hmm. that, that we've been provided because we do get a choice in, in all of that. And it's not always an easy thing to do. Um, you know, and, and I would say that there's even, uh, plenty of room for us to, you know, <laughs> pound our fists into the ground and, and be angry and, and to feel defeated at times, you know, like that's, as you said, so, so often is that, you know, that's where you are. Like that's, that's, that's where you are. There's no sense in, in trying to pretend that, that you're somewhere else, you know, that's not, that's not serving you in right. any way whatsoever. You're just, you're just delaying the inevitable thing, you know, and maybe that's part of where this whole over it comes from. Cause over it is like, you know, like the straw that broke the camel's back, you know, like <laughs> you're not just like, you're not just cruising along, like totally like fine and blissful. And then you're immediately just over it, <laughs> you know, over it is a buildup. Yes. You know, it's a buildup of like this thing and then this thing and then this thing. Oh, and then this thing still and this thing still. <laughs> oh, and now this thing. <laughs> it's like over yeah. it. I'm just over it. Right. And and, you know, we are we are affected by by things that happen. And we we like to. We like to pretend I, I'm no, I'm very much guilty of this is, you know, I like to go along like everything is OK. Like I'm I'm not bothered by certain things like like um, I've uh, I'm uh, the type of person that I, if I'm not careful, will live in an idealized state rather than my actual state. Hmm. So I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling angry and frustrated about something, but I'll say to myself, well, you shouldn't feel that way. You're not supposed to feel that way. You know, like, because I have this ideal sense of the, of the state to be in and the type of, and, and an image of, of a person that I want to be and all. And, you know, some of that has value, you know, like, you know, that gives, it's like, yeah, I have, I have a, a state of being and a type of person that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be in my life and, and trying to be more of certain qualities and traits in my life. Um, but it doesn't mean that I, I can, I can just ignore the things that aren't that mm -hmm. if that's the reality of the situation. You know, it's just like shit. It's like, yeah, you know, you don't want to feel angry right now. I know you don't want to feel this way, but that's how you feel. Yeah. That's how you feel. And when we ignore that and when we try and live in that that idealized um, image and state of ourselves, we're just taking we're just making this whole trip take way longer than is necessary because you're eventually going to have to come to that come to that place. You know, uh, where you're just like, oh, okay, I guess I'm, uh, I guess I'm actually really angry about that thing that happened. And sometimes it feels foolish. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm angry about things and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, I know this is so stupid for me to feel this way about this thing because it's so not important. But 
it is what it is mm -hmm. like it's and so if i can begin there then i can actually begin to look at it and understand it to learn how to actually let it go as as opposed to just blithely like basically it's it's just a little bit better than ignoring something <laughs> yeah in some ways it's worse because it's like it's not like you're ignorant of it it's just like you're cognitive of it but you're choosing to just avoid it anyhow yeah i i think avoidance is not the right answer a lot of the time it's you know i think avoidance is not the right way acceptance is really important and i think you can be angry and accept that you feel angry for a moment and be like, well, it's silly to do something with this. Cause I, I, I kind of look at anger, although I've been very much on this podcast, at least the way I talk about it is I'm like, very like pro anger, like feel your anger, you know, but that's because I think that a lot of people suppress it. And what I'm saying is I don't think you should suppress it and avoid it. I think you should acknowledge it, but I also don't think you should go around having temper tantrums. And yeah. I, there's a part of me that, you know, I suppressed anger for a long time in my life and I was really angry, you know, and I had a lot to be angry about if people heard my story. Um, and when people do, they often, you know, they're often like, well, why didn't, you know, why didn't you do this thing? Or, well, like, like, how did you handle that? And it's like, there's a certain kind of like, 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 anger doesn't even sum it up it's like furious it's 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 rage you know it's it's um like you're bubbling you know like your blood is boiling anger it's it's um scary scary anger put it that mm -hmm. way and when you don't know how to deal with it and you don't know how to have it like the healthily healthy expression of it and you don't know you, you don't have anybody telling you that it's okay that you feel this way and that that's actually a very natural response and that it's human and and we're all about being human on this right. show exactly <laughs> so so there's this part of you that's trying to like take this part of you and not let it be and that's a struggle it becomes this fight and i think that a healthy expression of anger a, a healthy um confrontation of it is very healing it's very cathartic and it's part of the evolving process of the human being it's part of you you know letting out part of yourself that doesn't always get the floor and it's it's all about how you do it though because when people have a tantrum they're not really being angry they're trying to control something and usually they're trying to control something that they don't control so tantrums are dumb they're like a child gets angry and says, give me the candy. I'm upset and cries and does all the things for mommy or daddy to give them the candy. And it's like, that's just a, t a temper tantrum. And sometimes people think that works because they had parents that just gave into it. Right. And so they think the rest of the world will until you run across, you know, in environments or circumstances that are just like, no, I don't care if you're having a temper tantrum. Like it doesn't matter. I'm not going to give you your candy. I'm not going to give you what you want. And then the person who's having the temper tantrum just looks like a stupid child, you know, like, like a really <laughs> spoiled brat. Right. So, um, I think that anger, it's one of those things that our society and our culture, in my opinion, we, we suppress it a lot. We tell, we tell each other, you're not supposed to have that. That's dangerous. Um, we tell it's like inappropriate. It's embarrassing. It's all these things. And 
I think that as an evolving culture, as evolving humanity, we have to learn how to accept anger and accept that every single person in this world has it. I don't care how Zen you are. Anger is a part of the human experience and we need to make space for it and hold and have grace for it. And what that looks like is very foreign to most people. When I say that, how many people out there actually have a good idea of how you do that? Probably mm -hmm. very few. So that's something we're going to have to learn. And I mean, I'm finding with myself, I'm learning to have a relationship with it. And I want to share one last thing about that. When I went through a depressed period and it was really bleak and dark, the breaking point was when I finally, for the first time, let some anger come out and I didn't let it out on anybody. I just let it out as a sound. And I remember the catharsis of just like having like a primal growl of like, ah, you know, like, and let that out. And I remember the euphoria my body suddenly felt. And I was like, oh my God, it just hit me. I'm depressed because I'm so angry and I have no way of expressing myself. That's the yeah. depression. That's the repression. So weirdly enough, anger needed to come out before I could be joyful. But I think it's very, very important that when that anger comes out, you don't do it to hurt anybody or control anybody. Because when mm -hmm. I started letting my anger out, I didn't like most people would have not known I was doing it because I was I was finding ways to express it in healthy ways because I didn't want to hurt anybody and I didn't want to try and control anyone because that's yeah. really where my anger came from. I felt hurt. I felt controlled. So I didn't want to take my anger and do that to someone else but I wanted to like let it out of my body. And when I did, man, I started feeling joyful again. And that was a big part of my healing process. Yeah, uh, man, there's so many, so many things that we can, we can take a path on with, uh, with what you just said. I mean, I, I think the first thing that I want to get into is, which I really just want to piggyback off of because you kind of already said it, but I want to dive into it a little more specifically is, you know, you're talking about how, anger is this thing in our society anger is such a weird thing in our in our society in our culture because it is it's something that um it's something that we're not okay with it's something that um we are sort of shamed about but yet at the same time um just look at our media you know look at look at television and movies full of anger and violence you know, like it's, it's, which is in, in a way, it's part of how we have a healthy expression of it, you know, because I think like you were saying, like people are just so fucking angry, mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of people don't realize just how angry they are about a million different things, you know, but there's just this feeling, there's just this emotion and it, it finds a way out. And again, if we can find creative outlets for it, which is the beauty of the arts, but it's not necessarily just in in arts. Um, you know, it can be found. It can be found in sport. You know, like mm -hmm. how many stories have we heard about like pro boxers, pro fighters who are just like they would have ended. They would have ended up dead. You know, um, to to you know the the violence that existed in in their neighborhood or whatever it was but they found something to channel that anger through not even just fighters but like any kind of athlete you'll you'll find that there's this thing there's like sports was a place to channel anger in a healthy way to put that energy 
into into doing something mm -hmm. you know um, and that, that can build a i just want to say that can build a discipline right because you get passionate yeah. about a practice or a discipline and you continually do that and yeah the emotion is what got you to kind of build the habit but eventually maybe you don't need the anger anymore and you do it because you actually enjoy it because you're good at it right but yeah anger can sometimes be the thing to to get you there absolutely you yeah. know and like if you just like that story of michael jordan you know if you if it, if people haven't watched that michael jordan documentary on uh on netflix oh my god the last dance it's the last dance so good and like that was a guy who just used anger you know to to work to work for him mm -hmm. you know in 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 productive ways yeah um but so i just want to 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 bring this back around there's like you said there's thing in our culture where anger is kind of this shameful thing and it's found this expression in all of these different ways but i think unfortunately for many 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 of us people haven't found outlets for that thing like you and I, we have this conversation right now. We're having, this is an outlet for the, for this very topic, you know, for us to, to, to kind of exercise these things, but not everybody has this and not everybody I think sees the importance of it. And maybe if there's anything to walk away from is that if you don't have an outlet for when you have this feeling of like, I'm just fucking over it. You need to find something because mm -hmm. the it's going to go somewhere and unfortunately for most of us it turns inwards mm -hmm. like what we were talking about before it's like it turns inwards it just goes in like as it turns into self-hatred not enough self-worth is just like in 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 the shitter um and something else that we had talked about before we started recording as well was just like this loneliness mm -hmm. you know there's there's a loneliness there's a there's a hell that comes with that anger that's that's just turned inwards because when you don't have a place to express it you know uh, like it's like you're looking out the window and you're like oh god there's these forest fires and the sky is all crappy and like and then there's this other fire i can't even breathe the air and COVID. oh my god i still like there's still all of these things that are just have have kind of kiboshed a lot of our plans a lot of the things that that you know we wanted to do and it's so understandable for for this to just start eating away and eating away and, and something to just start building up and building up and building up. We need to have something for all of those, somewhere for those feelings to go. Mm -hmm. There I, needs to be some, there, we need to have something, whether, you know, and and this is, again, the beauty of kind of the, the way of the artist, like, artists find a way to channel this stuff into something creative mm -hmm. and not everybody doesn't have to be through the arts but how can you do something you can have a conversation with a friend much like the one that we're having right now yes you know that's a creative act that's doing something with it explore this thing explore those feelings that you have you know like ask questions Th these are all creative things to do and when you 
begin to engage with that capacity that you have and that every human being has more often, you start to become artful at it. Mm -hmm. Like that, I think that's the thing, you know, every conversation that we've been aiming to have with the way of the artist, you know, direction that we took this whole thing that we started doing was really like, how are you going to make an art, a masterpiece? How are you going to make art out of your life? Because, you know, your life, your life is creativity or it's destruction in a lot of ways. And you're either building something, you're making something, whether it just be a relationship or a job or, you know, or a project or a product or something like we're always in the, in the midst of creating or destroying. And I think that, you know, it's, it's a conversation that I don't think at this point, everybody wants to have. I think some people just want to, they just want to be entertained. They just want to be distracted. They just want to, you know, they they just don't want to think about it. And I I think that's fine because that's where they're at. But I think there's enough people out there who want to have that conversation. And I think there's more and more people. I actually, I really truly believe, and this is just my opinion, but I think it's more and more desperate. I think people want it more and more now than ever, because when, when the world is kind of going to shit around you in a lot of ways, like our economy is just going to absolute shit right now. Like the, the public health situation is going to shit. Um, you know, like there's just so many things like social media is, is making our world go to shit. There's so many things that are, that are like causing problems that people are forced to face that they didn't necessarily have to look at before. And when you hit that point, you know, enough is enough. You start to look for answers. And I'm, I'm hopeful that these conversations are those answers that people will look for, that they'll look to something and go like, Hey, like I've been looking at my life this way for however long I've lived. And what if I did look at it like it was a masterpiece? What if I looked at this like a piece of art with all the dark spots and all the little bits in it that are not so great, but then all the light and, 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 and what if I looked at it as something that I could create? And there's this um, uh, Frederick Nietzsche quote, and I want to just read it because I think it's oh, like... Oh, you're going to bring in a little bit of Nietzsche into the room. Yeah. Okay, okay, but okay. A, but this is a good quote, and I mean... No, know. he's got some some good stuff. He had some, <laughs> he had some, he had some ideas, that guy. Yeah, well, and I mean, considering his points of view, if you ever do any research about him, like, you know, it's interesting that he said this, but... His quote is this, one must give value to their existence by behaving as if the, if one's very existence were a work of art. Let me read that again. One must give value to their existence by behaving as if one's very existence were a work of art. And I think that's, that's kind of the point, you know, that's the, mm-hmm. that's the thing that we're trying to take on with these conversations. And, and these conversations didn't necessarily start there. Like we didn't go like, let's do this. Let's have talks about this but they evolved into that because we started to realize like, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm hitting this point. Let me just kind of bring it this way. I'm hitting this point where first of all, I had all these plans for this year and then COVID hit and it screwed up my social plans. It screwed up my traveling plans. It screwed up my movie making plans, just screwed everything up, you know? And I was going to move down to like, I was thinking of going back down to Los Angeles, you know, and then Los Angeles got lit up with COVID, you know, and it's like, 
all my friends are like, don't come here. It's like not good. Everyone's hiding away. It's, you know, whatever. I'm just like, okay, fine, fine. Change the plans, you know, then, you know, whatever, some other stuff, some other stuff, but like, just go more recently. Then we get a forest fire. This forest fire is in Oregon, you know, now smoke. Like if anyone's ever watching this on video, you just look behind me. It's just smoke behind me. It's all smoke. It's totally cut out my view. It's a sunny day right now. You, you can't even tell. It looks like it's foggy, but I have beautiful sunsets that are on my deck. Can't even watch them right now. Cause it's just smoke. It just looks like an apocalyptic scene. Then the other day I, and I go camping in this, right? And I'm like, whatever, I'm out in nature. I'm making the most of it. I come home that night, my fucking city lights on fire so badly that like the flames, you can see them from the road. They're just like massive. Like there's a rating on fires. This fire was massive, like extremely dangerous. On top of that, this fire lit up all this toxic shit. So now the air, not only is it smoky, now it's toxic. And I, I don't know how to explain this to people, but when you walk outside of my apartment, when you walk out, like I, I'm lucky. I live in a nice place that's like air conditioned and like protected, like our air filtering system. A lot of people don't. But you walk outside, it's so bad. It's like acid hits your lungs. It's terrible. I, it's like one of the most horrible things I've ever breath, breathed in in my life. It feels like you're in the middle of a fire that's like burning plastic. It's so gross. And this is the thing. Like, I'm just like, all right, you know what? One, like, I was like, I could deal with this. I could deal with that. I could deal with this. And then this thing happened. And I'm just like, I'm telling you, like, I'm just like, it, it, it triggered something that has been resting, I think, dormant inside of me, which is that, you know what? There's a lot of shit that's not okay, including this. And obviously I'm not able to change this. Like I, I can't wave a magic wand and make this different. But there are things about my life and the way I'm being and the way I'm behaving that I can make different. And I think that I think that these conversations call people to action to say, why don't you take a look at this and consider if the way you're going about your life is really the way you want to be going about it. And maybe this will give you a, a kick in the ass or a nudge to just take your life as a little bit more creative than destructive. Cause like right now I'm walking that fine line. I could just go like, fuck everything. I don't care. And I, I'm telling you, there's a big part of me that wants to do that. There's another part of me. It's like, okay, what do you want to do with this? Like, 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 how are you going to be in this? Right. And, and also not ignoring these feelings that I'm having, which are mm -hmm. rage. Like I, I, I'm so angry. Like it's, 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 but in a healthy way, like, and I want to really share that it's, I'm angry because it wants me to create positive change and it makes me not want to be so passive in my life. And it makes me want to not let things go that I've been letting go. And mm -hmm. I don't know what this is going to make of me, but I feel like, I feel like I'm walking through a valley right now and it's, and it's ugly and it's scary and it's dark and I'm going to come out of this. And who am I going to be when I come out of this? Mm -hmm. that's the thing that's playing for me yeah you, you know you some of what you're touching on with this whole subject of you know over it is that there's very often if not in most cases there's a sense of a deep sense of loss that comes with that over it mm -hmm. there's a loss 
of some kind. You know, there's there's something that that you feel should be happening or or there's a a way that life you wanted it to go or expected it to go and it's not going in that direction. So there is there's a really a deep sense of loss that comes with it and with loss there's like a sense of there's there's a grieving mm-hmm. that that comes with with loss and and pretty much any occasion and you know we have to honor that to to a large degree because very often you know like anger is as many people have said in the past is like anger is is kind of a superficial emotion you know like usually if you go a layer or two deep there's there's something else and and that something else i think is that is a grieving it's a loss it's you know there's a there's a sorrow that's that's going on there you know and like just from the things that you were saying you know there were there were these plans there's these trips there's these hopes and expectations and and the and there's really nothing that can be done about it you know there's no going around it and there is there is and there are glimmers of light at the end of this thing but there has to be the acknowledgement of the loss and the grieving that is or has occurred Mm -hmm. because on the flip side of it you know like something else that was coming up for me as you were talking was about appreciation Mm -hmm. you know appreciation can come in after these feelings have been have been looked at and and addressed because i know for because like i've got the smoke like crazy every like that the the smoke is everywhere i have friends on the other side of the country who said like it was supposed to be a sunny day the other like and they said it's like and it was just smoky so you just moved to like such a beautiful spot with an incredible view looking over the ocean and you made this move and you and you've put in all this work you know to get there and and like then then you move there and then this bullshit with the smoke has come along and it's taken your view and it's taken all of that and it's like this kind of stuff i mean you know maybe it's i don't know how you're reacting to it honestly but to me that pisses me off for you <laughs> like it's like and well, all mean, of this started because some gender release party about some family wanted to share the sex of their baby like how like and it's just like you know one one person like one little family, like two people maybe, caused caused all this damage. They destroyed a whole little town. They destroyed this massive area of forestry. They've 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 naturally like affected like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people because of this little thing that they did. And it there, there's something about that that can really piss you off. You know what I mean? Um, that's I mean that's breathtaking, man. Yeah. Like I I I actually didn't even know that. You didn't know that? That's why I didn't know that's that. Why it's all smoky back here. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't know that that was how the the fire was caused. You know, it's just like this sometimes in the summer and whatever. Like it's this this part of the world, the Pacific Northwest, and whatever. Like forest yeah. fires are pretty common yearly, but. Um, yeah, that's 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 breathtaking. Um, <laughs> how how something like that can just set a chain of events off. Um, but yeah, like it, it's 
it's right because like yeah like there's definitely a part of me that's just that's irritated and is sad about it because you know we moved here and you know pre-smoke it was just like we were enjoying just the beautiful view of you know like the ocean and and the island in the distance and you know just like it was a huge part of the reason why we came out here and and that's definitely been um uh that has definitely been imposed upon, you know, to another level, you know, I think this is important to acknowledge is that like, I am aware of, because I can hear somebody out there just being like, oh, you're sad about your view being gone because you can't see it. There are forests burning down. People are losing their homes. It's like 100%. Like it's, it's a, it's a really, in that context, it's a really small thing to be irritated about. But it doesn't mean that I don't still have my right to have an irritation. Right. Of it. You know, like I have a certain level of perspective around this whole thing. But to come back around to like appreciation, it's made me appreciate the like just what it's like when the skies are clear and blue and I can see further than a hundred meters out my window <laughs> you know like there's yeah. and and also knowing that this this too shall pass as the wise words have been said over the years you know this will pass you know this is not forever does it suck right now yeah i can acknowledge that there's a certain part of me that's just like this sucks mm-hmm. this is you know this i don't want to be outside like i said like the forecast is supposed to be sunny today it's supposed to be like blue skies and like you know beautiful warm weather and it just looks like it's a like worse than a foggy day you know like fog is at least kind of like there's a kind of a brightness and lightness to fog but this is just this heavy hellish kind of you know like when you look at the sun through that smoke it's just this it's just this unpleasant kind of orange color like it's it's very like you said like it is it's very apocalyptic like it's something that you would that you would imagine in some sort of you know hellscape from a science fiction novel i i gotta say something i i feel like we gotta be super careful and and i i hear what you're saying like some people's houses are burning down that's honestly way worse than dealing with some smoke so I'm grateful that that hasn't necessarily like that hasn't happened to me or somebody that I know personally, like, but I get that there are people out there and there's always going to be people out there who are dealing with far worse stuff than most of us are dealing with. Yeah. But I think we have to be very, very careful about comparing our tragedies to each other and enough is enough. You know, you know, like for example, I was in an abusive relationship and this sounds super weird to say as a guy, because to me, like, I just was like, guys, maybe there's guys out there that abuse women. This is how I used to think. I used to think that there was guys out there that abused women, like physically and verbally and whatever. But I didn't know what emotional abuse was. I had no idea. So I was in this relationship that was like very emotionally abusive. And I remember a woman pointed that out to me. She said, you're in an emotionally abusive relationship. And people were kind of telling me like, maybe you should kind of move on. And I was just like, nah. And I just thought of myself as like, (laughs) invincible i just didn't yeah and 
And when I when the relationship finally ended, I remember, and I think this is important to give context. I remember looking back and it'd be like, like I'm so dumb. Why did I stay in that? That was so obviously so bad, but I couldn't see it until later. And I knew something was wrong and I knew things were getting worse. And there was many times where things were so bad, I should have just walked away, but I wouldn't. And because I used to just say, well, people have it worse than I have. You know, like I can deal with this. And really like a toxic situation is a toxic situation and your tolerance level, you know, if you're comparing that, you're like, well, I shouldn't be upset because other people's houses are burning down. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be upset. You can be upset yeah. about whatever you're upset about and you're allowed. And I think that we live in a culture that constantly tells us you can't be upset because your problems are not as bad as mine or your problems are not as bad as theirs. And that's bullshit to me because you're allowed to be upset. And there's, there's things that like, worse things that are happening that we don't want to happen to us, but it doesn't mean that what's happening to us is okay. And we can be, and we need to be okay with that just because worse mm -hmm. things are happening. I mean, it's, it, you know, there's, there's a certain point where you have to kind of like, go like, I'm upset. These are just my emotions. I'm not comparing like someone else is upset and it's not about me comparing how I feel and they feel this is me living my life and I'm upset. And that's what I want people to hear it's okay that you're upset. Even if you didn't get the cupcake that you wanted, it's okay. You're upset. It's okay for you to acknowledge that feeling as silly as that might be. You might even go, oh, I'm upset. Oh, it's silly that I'm upset, but you acknowledge that you were upset. And that is important part of the healing. If you pretend mm -hmm. you're not, and you tell yourself it's not okay to be upset, even if it's over something benign and stupid, like, when you put it in context of the, someone's house burning down, I'm like, yeah, it's probably silly. I'm upset about smoke or losing my view comparatively, but I still get to feel upset because I still am, yeah. you know, and I think it's important for people yeah. to know that. Because that's the, that's the reality of the situation. Right. And it doesn't mean you're always going to be upset about things. And like, you know, there, there are things that, you know, I used to get upset about that just, you know, I, they just don't bother me anymore because I've, got a certain I, i've gained a certain sort of perspective around it to a point where you know there's it, these there are things that don't even phase me anymore right you know um but but you know you still you dealt with it yeah because you still have to go through it and yeah. and you know there's always something to be revealed through the acknowledgement of of whatever is happening and you don't always have to know exactly what it is you know like we've talked about this before but it's an important one you know which is that you just being able to acknowledge emotionally where you're at what you're feeling right. like that's massive because sometimes like you know what it's all about what what it is all about that comes later you know because again you could be upset about a million different little things Right. But we can't all the emotion can cloud things so much that like you can't you can't see it. You know, you can't see the forest for the trees anymore. You know, like it's it it becomes too murky that you have to just first be like, OK. I'm upset. Don't know why I'm upset. Don't know exactly what it is. You know, maybe you have a general direction of, of where it is, where it's at what's the thought what's the idea what's the what's the event 
that's spinning around that's that's keeping this thing going just be with the feeling Mm -hmm. be with the emotion without having uh without referring to any kind of thought around it and you can just be with that and then once you can be with that there's a little bit of there's a little bit of leg room you know to to begin to look at it it's just like okay well i'm angry because um yeah i'm angry because i didn't i didn't get the the last cupcake you know <laughs> i love the cupcake it's, you know <laughs> like so get, it analogy. works because it's it's it. Yeah. it it seems so trivial yeah you know you didn't get the last cupcake but I don't know. I've been upset over not getting the last of some food piece, some you know, in, in the past. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Um, but it's a, like then you go, it's like, okay, well, am I really upset about the cupcake? You know, it's like, well, it's not just about that cupcake. That cupcake is about something else. Usually, you know, like there's this thing that you can follow if you're very attentive and you're careful. You can trace it back and it's just like, oh, I realize that I've been putting my wants on the back burner. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is just an example, but you know, like it's it's one that I've come to in the past before I'm like, oh, I've been putting what I want on the back burner like for a while now. I, I you know... I was helping someone with this and then I, you know, let this happen. And then I was, I said, I was okay with this and I was okay with this. And now I'm at a point where it's just like, I, I haven't, I haven't allowed myself to have something that I want. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted that fucking cupcake, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I yes. didn't have that. Right. And it's like, so it's not about the cupcake. It was right. about this. It was about this pattern of things that was going on is about things that were that you know you know you might have been letting slide you know over and over and over again and now the cupcake is just that representation of that thing because it's almost always about something deeper it's almost never about just that one thing right you know it's usually it's usually connected to a larger to a larger theme that's playing out in your life mm-hmm I think you found the kind of the key to this whole conversation, honestly. I think that's really what this is about. Because when I stopped to think about my upset feelings recently with this fire and the smoke and the COVID and all this shit that's been going on, it's like, this is just the cupcake. And it's just representing something that's been going on on a bitch bigger scale or kind of under underlying scale, if you want to call it that, I don't know. but. It's like, it's funny because the thing you're upset about, like, I want to watch the sunset. I want to sit out and have a beer and I want to watch the sunset. And that's not an option right now, at least not in the way that I want to do it. And that's my cupcake, which sounds probably super, probably benign and stupid to most people because it's a cupcake. It's, it is, I mean, it is, Yeah. but like, it's this, you know, I think the way you kind of put it is like, it's this. It's me going, I keep putting what I truly want on the back burner, on the back burner. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And now all of a sudden it's like, I can't do it. I can't have it. And it's like, what if you can never have it? You know what I mean? And it's like, you better go and start doing the shit that you say you want to do. Like this year was a real fucking kick in the balls to me. It was like, 
I wanted to go travel Europe. I have enough money. I can go do it. COVID fucking hit. Like I, I, I've been working out my financial situation to be able to live the life I want to live. And I figure it out and then COVID hits and it's like, well, now traveling is an issue. And it's not that I couldn't go, I could still go, but it, there's consequences. Now I have to kind of figure out, do I want to pay those consequences? And do I want to take those risks if I go? For one, mm-hmm. I live in Canada. And if I come back to Canada, it means I got I to gotta quarantine for two weeks after I do my trip, which could be an issue for some of the other things that I built in my life. And I have to balance, like, is that like, so this situation has really made me kind of go like, are you like, are you really like just making excuses and putting off what you really want? You know, like, cause I feel like we all play that game. Like how conservative should I be and how safe should I be versus how much risk should I take in my life and how much should I put myself out there? And we all have to find that balance. And for me, I think it doesn't matter how safe I am or how risky I, I tend to be. It's me making peace with how I want to be and actually honestly, authentically being that because, um, you know, for example, like, yeah, there's going to be an inconvenience, but like, are you willing to like, say you could never do that. And that was your last opportunity. You know, I think, I think we have to look at our life that way to some degree. I think people who are risk adverse assume they have lots of time and they, and they assume that they can just do it when it's more comfortable. But people who are risk takers tend to be like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to do this. So I'm just going to do it. And I don't really care, but I don't think one is better than the other. I just think that's a perspective on life, but, but I think we have to sometimes face that, like the, the, they say you don't really know what you want until it gets taken away from you. And I mm-hmm. think like moments like this, some things have been taken away from me, like the air that I'm breathing, not just COVID air, like fucking toxic air. Like very few people that I know have experienced what I'm experiencing right now. It's like being in war. Like imagine you walked outside and you're like, oh my God, like just walk into my car from like a block or half a block. I'm like, I don't even want to breathe. I'm like, I should have a gas mask on. This is horrible. Like this is so ridiculously bad. And it's like, I've never experienced just the very air that I'm breathing, maybe not be breathable. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a frightening feeling. It's a fucking like, it's, it's a debilitating feeling. I don't even know how to describe this feeling it's 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 bringing up all sorts of stuff and it's making me just think like wow man like you know you you just take so much for granted and i think in some ways i'm angry that i take things for granted you know what i mean it's like i'm not even angry about this stuff i'm angry that this is how i do my life as though i i have time as though all this stuff i can just kind of be like oh yeah i'll always have air and water and all this stuff that i think i should have you know it's like well what if you don't one day you know it's like I don't know. Like it's it just making me kind of get like antsy. It's bringing feelings up, and and this conversation is making me realize that like yeah, the cupcake was not having the cupcake was the thing that pissed me off in my perception. But what did that cupcake represent? What did that mean? What was what was all the stuff behind that? And I think I'm gonna have. I don't know what that is entirely yet. I'm gonna have to walk away from this conversation to figure that out. But I hope that you know maybe other people hear that and they do the same because I think you know, that's why we're angry. Like as a, as a society, as a culture, I think we're all a little bit like, yeah, like 
shit, you know, there's something behind this that I'm not looking at. Well, wow. Okay, man. You're, you're not having. You're, a, don't, I'm not having a beer. I'm just. I, I needed. I needed the caffeine stuff today, <laughs> for this one. You're having a nice, a nice brew. Well, uh, we do share a beer on the podcast as a tradition, so I will share mine. Um, this one's by Barnside Brewing, and it's called Foggy Fields, and it's a. That's actually kind of perfect. <laughs> it's so freaking foggy out there with the smoke. India Session Ale. Um, yeah, it's been good. It's a, it's a nice tasty beer. Um, two thumbs up. I like it. Beauty. Beauty. Well, let's, um, let's wrap this one up. I'll, I'll go, I'll go first. Um, yeah, I'm, I I didn't know what we were going to talk about today, (laughs) but I'm glad that this, this came up, um, because, it's definitely uh, a feeling that that comes up, you know, um, I think frequently enough for myself and I think for a lot of people. I think that the weird, the strange blessing is that if you clicked on this, you know, I imagine it's because it's <laughs> there's something about it that was that's just like, yeah, I need to hear something about this right now, you know, because in some way you're over it. You are you are absolutely over something, some situation, something that's going on. Some of it's in your control. Some of it is absolutely not. Um, the good news is that that's the best place to start. <laughs> because at least when you're at the point of you're over it, it's an acknowledgement of how you're actually feeling. It's an acknowledgement of what's actually going on for you. That there's no that there's no hiding from this. There's no there's no getting around whatever the situation is. You're at the point where it's just like, okay, whatever the hell this is, we gotta deal with it. You know? And and I think that we've kind of found some really interesting ways in which we can deal with it. Obviously, again, there's, there's the acknowledgement. Um, I'll again say, it's just like, if you don't have a creative outlet for these things to, to, to go do yourself a favor, find a place, find a place for that to go, you know, um, just, and whatever is the first, what's the first thing that just popped into your mind? As I said that, you know, to, if, if you don't have a thing, what was the first thing that popped into your mind? You know, like the first sort of impression there, there's probably something in that for you to go and, and to explore, see where that, that ends up, that ends up taking you. Um, and what else do I want to say about this at the (laughs) end of this one? Like there was a lot of great stuff that we talked about in this conversation. Um, but I, I think that, yeah yeah (laughs) i don't know if i've got anything else to say um i thought i had something else but maybe that was it so yeah if you're over it it's a good place to start find a place to to put that and and i guess i would to kind of what we're saying at the end of this conversation is that look whatever the thing is that it looks like it is that's kind of set this whole thing off dig a little deeper Mm -hmm. into what that's all about. Is it the cupcake? 
Is it really about the cupcake or is it about what the cupcake represents? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I love I love that you brought that in. What does the cupcake represent? It's such a funny little analogy, but it's like getting cut off in traffic or, or you know, someone budges in line or you have to wait an extra day for something you ordered even like weird little things that upset us, right? And it's like, um, I think that looking deeper is is a really good start to kind of, you know, and I think that instead of putting anger or these upset feelings on something else, I think we really want to kind of like look in and go like, well, how am I being? How am I doing my life? Because I think most anger really comes from that. I don't think it actually is something we want to blame and attribute to other people as much. Although we can acknowledge that that triggered us. I don't think we want to cast all the blame on that and say like, it's you, you caused me to be this way. It's like, no, I caused me to be this way, but you triggered it and made me see that I'm not living the way I want to be living. And that's kind of the thing that I would want to kind of push for everybody to look at, you know, as they walk away from this, it's just like, are you living the way that you really want to be living? And if you're feeling upset feelings or anger or even sadness, whatever it might be, like maybe you're just not living the way you want to be living. So look at that. And if I was going to just say anything else, you know, you mentioned something earlier in the conversation and I want to just bring it up here at the end that not a lot of people have a healthy expression of anger and upset feelings and they don't have outlets. And I would really encourage all our listeners or anybody who's tuned into this, find an outlet for that. You know, find a healthy, creative, passionate, loving outlet for these things that are inside of you. And, you know, I'm grateful to you, Evan, because we have this conversation. You know, I have you to talk to. And whether we were recording this podcast or not, I feel like this is a conversation we would end up having. And I'm grateful to have a friend that actually wants to hear this nonsense that's going on in my head and heart, you know, but I, 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 um, I think that if people can go out there and build friendships and relationships where you guys talk about the real shit, you know, not just football or shoes or clothes or some weird thing that we talk about all the time, you know, it's like, talk about the stuff that's in your heart that really matters. And, and, you know, you might not be able to bring another person right in there right away. But these are the conversations that I think we need to have. And I think they're what clear the path for our creativity and our art. And I think that as unrelated as this may seem to your life as an artist, I think it's absolutely vital to the whole thing. I think it's absolutely a part of the whole process. And I think sometimes the indirect way to where you want to go is sometimes the best path you can take. Thanks for listening to the show. If you got something out of this, if you feel it improved your life or your journey in any way, please take a moment to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode. You can also support us on Patreon, where we have tons of great bonuses. You are the ones that make the show possible and help us to thrive. Thank you for joining us.